and gentlemen, this is Killing the Business Worldwide. This is your main event of the evening with the 60-minute time. The man in charge of this episode is your host, Vic Muscat. I'd be out of place if I didn't let Mr. Mad Max introduce our guest today. Sir? Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you the WWA, World Wrestling Alliance. Tag team champions, the Super Sun Scott Squad. Kid, Star Kid. Hi, my name is Devin Pointer, aka Star Kid. I am one half of the best tag team in the WWA, the Super Stunt Squad. And the other half, Super Stunt Man Mikey. Yeah, there we go, right there, baby. That's what it's all about. Proof, baby. That's proof. And I told you both before this year was up, you guys would have those tracks. Have video proof. You know, uh, Devin, this I don't know how many times on the way back home. He did tell me a lot. It was it was almost like a broken record. Devin kept on telling me. Are you sure? Are you sure? I'm like, dude, I I feel it. I felt it in my bones, man. I felt it in all four foot nine inches of me. I felt it all in my body. You got you guys make me feel five feet tall. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> you still got about a foot to go before you get up to me, then. She was hot. There's this idea, you know, uh, being tag team champions. And what it means to me is, I, you know, in my mind, the first thing that I thought when I heard that we were going over, it was, oh, shit, this is really happening. It was, uh, for me, it's, it was a year since I first debuted, and it was, it was a long culminated story. And uh, a little backstory on Mikey and I. Yes. I don't know how Mikey felt about this, but me and Mikey both trained for the better part of two to three years when it came to wrestling. And we watched a lot of people pass us up. And it was mainly because of our positions in the company. I was a ref and Mikey was at merch. And we watched people pass us up that, in my opinion, didn't train nearly as long or wasn't nearly as ready and to sort of finally get that moment after a year of being on the roster it's it feels good feels good to be tag champ the thing is you were brought in old school you guys did not say a word about when do we get a shot or anything about it whatsoever you waited you waited in the back and you you waited your time and that's what I love about both of you guys. You you know where you guys stand, but at the same time, you're showing your talents off like a mofo. I mean, as soon, Vic, as soon as our music, or let me rephrase that, as soon as these guys' music comes your on. music too. You're part of the team. The crowd pops. The crowd pops like no other. 
And I, I got to give props to my men. They, you know, they brought me in. I retired. I was done. Put my boots away, put my gear way, way, way back in the closet so I wouldn't get any ideas in my head about coming back. But uh, somebody kept on writing me about, hey, why don't you be our manager? I'm like, kid, dude, I'm too old. I can't do shit. But we can use your head. And I'm like, so it took me quite a while to think about it and all. And then, you know, I called the promoter and he's like, well, why don't you think about it? I said, well, I've been thinking about it. I ain't gonna lie. He goes, well, you know, January, you know, the first Saturday, first Saturday of the new year that's coming up will be, we're starting out in Livermore. I'm like, okay. He goes, bring it. Bring yourself down there. And I'm like, all right. Honestly, I didn't think I was going to manage these guys because every every time that we bring an idea up, anybody brings an idea up, Waddell shoots it down. Hey, and, then like a week, and then a week later, he comes up with it. Hey, what do you think of this? I'm like, dude, we just told you that last week. I don't remember. What, what do you think of it? I'm like, Wow. But these guys are incredible workers. They are phenomenal workers. I mean, like I said, who else can bring out a lightsaber and then look at me and I pull one out of my pants and I hand it to Mikey and they start dueling in the ring. So, I mean, and the crowd was cheering. Anything these guys do, the crowd pops like no other. Mikey's wondering how close that lifesaver was to your balls. <laughs> Mikey, uh, they're, they're down by my ankles, let me tell you. But Mikey, <laughs> I'm not kidding you, Mikey, this guy, his signature move, what's your signature move, kid, uh, Mike? Uh, checking, the, checking my opponent's oil. The little... The little all, he does is hold his hand, all he does is hold his arm up with his thumb up, and the crowd knows where it's going. And right into it. And the crowd pops, and the I mean, you can't hear the guy scream because the crowd pops so loud every single time. Jesus. You can't hear the guy scream. Yeah, I mean, you can't hear the guy scream at all. He's got a thumb up his ass, and then he turns around, oh, Mikey shoves it right in his mouth. There's another pop. So, uh, for me... I, 
I love the hats off that you're giving to us, Max. But I got to give credit to the rest of the WWA guys and myself. Definitely. Because they really helped us kind of find out who we are. Yes, and, yeah. In a lot of sense. I mean, look at you guys. You were a ref. Mikey, you were in merchandise. Did you did you two ever in your in your mind ever 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 think that you guys would become a tag team and become the WWA tag champions? Uh, Maybe in those wildest dreams. They were definitely <laughs> up there for my aspirations. For me, uh, I I sort of shoot high for myself. Uh, like Always. really high. I'm like, I want to do a 450 yes. slash. My ass ain't that athletic. But I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I can do it. Uh, I really shoot high for myself. And when me and Mikey came up with this idea of being a team, we really didn't have the idea of sort of being tag team champions. You know, we thought it would be cool. But it wasn't like, oh, this is – this is definitely going to be gold. Whatever, whatever we do, it's going to be, it's going to click like fire, and it's going to be the best thing around. And it just so happened that we put our hearts into it, and the fans noticed, and it caught like a wildfire. Oh, uh, things that you the- guys, you guys took the rings. And, well, let me rephrase that. You guys took the football and you ran with it from 99 yards, both of you. I don't think I've ever ran that far in my life. Don't don't <laughs> be putting that on. You're blocking. Yeah, no, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> but, I mean, that's like, I can't remember who it was. was it I'm not Tyler running 99 yards either. did a move on Mikey. And Mikey fell and went down, and Tyler went to roll him over. And instead of rolling him over the other way, Tyler pulled him over, and Mikey just rolled and rolled on top of him, steam steamrolled him over, and just laid there. And yeah, that was the that was the finish to my my very first match. Uh, whenever we awesome. had been we'd been pitching uh, with uh, Chris, our promoter and the owner. We'd kind of pitched this idea that uh, my character, he wouldn't be a very good wrestler. He would always win by some sort of like fluke or like some weird circumstance. So I'd, I'd seen it used before uh, and elsewhere, but like it was always like a one-two kickout thing. And I was like, well, what if we use that as a finish? And I, I told told my opponent that night who like I, i'm i'm good friends with I, I love him i respect him to death and i told tyler i said you know it's i i'm a rookie it's my first match but what do you think about this finish and he said yeah i like it uh so he had gone for a uh, sunset flip and as i uh he can't get me down so i go to counter hit the big you know seated bonsai drop he uh his his tag partner pulls him out of the ring. And once I hit, you know, big ass first and I'm there yelling, selling it, 
he comes and hits me with a big knee and I go down, turn over on my stomach and he's trying to roll me over, can't do it, eventually grabs me, pulls me, I just roll on top of him, one, two, three, that was the finish. And uh, I love the, those silly things like that. We've uh, we've won. I, I ain't gonna lie, brother. I broke cafe when <laughs> we're in Evansville and we worked the meds, the medics. Oh, yeah, that was great. I love that spot. Whenever Mikey uh, he... ended up doing a lot, and he's <sighs> boom, and he falls down. The medics come in, got the stethoscopes, and they're over there checking his heart and all. And they're like trying to CPR. Nothing's happening. So the the other med medic climbs on the top rope and does a flying elbow. And hits Mikey. Mikey's laying there and boom, he hits him. And Mikey gets up, stands up, and he looks at the crowd. The crowd pops. I I, I started laughing my ass off. I'm not going to lie. I, I broke cafe on that. I, the only thing I didn't like about that was the fact that it was not my idea. Because I <laughs> love those, those silly things like that. Like, I absolutely love Um We've had a couple of matches where uh, my opponent has pulled out the brass knuckles and hit me with it, and I fall on top of them for the one, two, three for my win. Um, we've had uh, – what else have we done? Well, one time I tripped over the tag belt and won because I fell on my <laughs> opponent. Uh, we've had an instance where an opponent hit me with his finisher, but I fell on top of him, and he couldn't get me off, so – one we won the match for my team that way and that's like that's my thing is I just like to have fun and I think the crowd the crowd gets that I think the crowd picks up on it and not just that's for myself, the but anybody I that's I think, the reason why I do I because think any, anytime the crowd can look at it and be like hey these guys are having fun they, they exactly have fun the energy. they're having fun watching you guys yeah uh, so I watched my, our most recent match back the other day and I just ended up cracking myself up because I'm sitting there watching and all of a sudden I start, woo, woo, and I'm just stomping around the ring, excited those all get out. It's like, uh, the person in the crowd says, looks like, like I blew a fuse because I was just, I was stomping around, cheering, woo, woo, Ric Flair dancing. I was just excited for no reason is just it was an improv moment but you got some people I laughing to try very hard not to break in that moment because i it was i wasn't expecting it because we had just we, we worked a six-man tag in our most recent match over the weekend and uh our partner for that night he hits a is it the gritty is that what it's called yeah i think it's called the gritty yeah, because I'm white as shit. I don't know anything about dancing. But uh, we had cleared the ring after a, after a mini brawl, and uh, we decided, you know what? We're all going to dance. And we pulled the referee in, got the referee dancing with us, and we finish up, and we're high-fiving and celebrating as a team. And I look over, and Devin is just still going. And I'm, like, biting my tongue, like, don't laugh. Do not laugh at this. But, yeah, he <laughs> broke me. I was – and those I moments think that's, like that, that's what I live that's for. That's the reason like, why. 
that is the reason why you guys are going over so well because you guys are having literally you guys are having fun doing what you do and the crowd loves it because they're they're like I can deal with this. I understand where they're coming from. You're, 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 you guys are the WWA champions, but you're also the WWA fans champions as well. I think because that, you guys get pops left and right. I think that uh, a big credit is owed to uh, the our Chris, our promoter, and his brother Ray, who helps with the booking, but. Uh, they've done a great job with uh, putting us in a position to succeed. And yeah, we do have to to pat ourselves on the back that we've been able to deliver when we've been given those moments. But the thing that I love about the WWA is it, it's a family. We all work together. Um, you know, the teardown after every show sucks. Nobody likes it. But the fact that we come together as a collective and do that, it solidifies that bond um we hang out outside of shows when we can it's not just oh 60 odd people just everyone in there for themselves i mean it's a family i've been helped uh given solid advice from everybody from vets who've been around for 10 years that don't owe me the time of day to guys that have just walked through the door and it, it's a great environment and i'm very thankful to be a part of it uh, what gets me is that you guys have came so, so far and that you haven't even reached your potential yet. That's what's scary. That is what's really scary is that both of you are incredible workers in the ring. The thing is, you still have not even came talk close to even touching your potential. The I think we go uh, for you, both of you. I think we go two man power trip and collect all the titles. <laughs> yeah, was, that's that's the next that's the next goal. Uh, but you gotta you gotta you gotta triple H that one because you're you got the you got you got the what, how do I say it? Nah, I won't say it, but you know, you got little Devin and Triple H had the big nose, so you guys both got you both got your oh. okay, okay. <laughs> I see how it is. Little Devin is almost gone, somewhat. Good, good. I'm uh, looking at it. I mean, the thing I love about these guys is they include me and everything. I mean, they went out during intermission to do promo picks. So I went. I was already in the back. I've already changed out of my gear, you know, my outfit. You, you were, you were like, "All right, I'm out of here." I'm like, "No, you, you get your ass out." And then, as soon as it's over, Mikey comes in the back, goes, "Where in the hell did you go?" I'm like, "I was done, man." He goes, "No, you got to go out there and do promo picks with us." I'm like, "No." Dude, they that's there for you two. Goes, no, no, no. Goes, You're part of us. That's the thing I love about these guys. You always include me. 
every single night that we're when we're on. Of course, you're a proud father. I, mean, I love these. I love these guys. So, he's my other dad. Real quick story. Mike might be a little bit of a too proud father because middle of the of uh, episode we recorded like a week or two ago, the Cash Strange interview, someone from over the top wrestling down in Texas. So it's like no connection or anything like that. Mech start going, yeah, man, but my boys, so proud of my boys to a point I said, Mech, um, just stay on the subject here of the show. Glad you're proud of your boys, but this is like an episode about watermelon. And here you are talking about like mandarin oranges. It's like, no, Max, you know, come back. You're proud. We get it. But come back here. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of these men. They're awesome workers. And the I thing is, they go one, 1,000% 1, every single show. When they go to those curtains, it's like a switch that's click, and they get like a bolt of lightning in them, and then they're, they're off to the races. So, uh, oddly enough for me, alluding back to what Mikey said about give being given these opportunities i don't know what it is but i'm still hungry in a sense of i want more you know i'm happy but i want more opportunities where we could prove just how damn good we are because i know we're pretty damn good but i think we can take it up to another level i think that there's definitely that room for growth like mick said there's um we haven't reached our full potential. And one of the things that, uh, one of the pieces of advice that, that I, I think a lot of people have gotten it, but it's that you never stop learning. And uh, I mean, that's very true because we, we had that, that six man over the weekend and it was a solid match. I think we got some solid feedback for it. But the first thing that happened is uh, I, I think, you got spared it because you were you were taking the heat during the match, but uh, you were you were uh, we we're getting ready to go into the the hot tag, and uh, we get back and one of our opponents, who Alexander Knight, is a fantastic worker, uh, but he's also uh, a great heel, and, but also like extremely like knowledgeable. He wants to help as many people as he can, and he's been super influential and instrumental in me getting to even where I am. But he said, uh, you guys, uh, me and uh, my, our, our partner for the night, you guys kind of died down hyping the crowd during the, the, the comeback for the hot tag and the crowd dipped because of it. And it's like those little moments that it's like, you know what? I could have just blown that off, but if I can get the crowd more behind me and more into it, and just improve that little bit, you do that. You listen to that. You take that to heart. Uh, speaking of that night, dude, my chest still fucking hurts. And oh, all serious. Man, I wasn't, I'm not envious. I'm, I'm not, I feel bad for you, but I'm like, you know what? Glad he took the heat. Glad you always take the heat. Because anytime I take heat, we lose. <laughs> I lose I and you get hurt every time. Yeah, I I can't get the I can't get the job done. Somehow I'm injured or 
Uh, yeah, so anytime we lose, somehow I'm injured, and then you're left to fend by yourself. And then when I come back, my injured ass ain't doing much. Uh, it cost us. So you see, blew it. I mean, Mikey, Mikey carries the team. You're saying? Oh yeah, Mikey definitely carries this team. Uh, <laughs> when, oh man, I don't, I don't carry it. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a two man effort in the ring, and then Max on the outside just cheering us and hyping us up. I mean, it's a collective. My favorite like thing to, that uh, Mikey always compares us to, uh, well, he at least compared us to in the beginning. I don't know if he still does, but he sort of compared us to the Heart Foundation. And he, he's a, it's a good, it's a good person still. He's my gym to my Brett. I'm, I'm sitting here getting my ass whipped while Jim comes in and clears the ring. Yeah. And it's, it's a simple formula, but I think that we've gotten, we've gotten a pretty, like we, I was texting earlier. I think we've got a pretty solid formula down. Um, You know, you're, you're the Robert Gibson in there getting beat up and selling and getting the crowd behind you. And then I come in all fat Ricky Morton and, you know, clear the ring, do what I can to get the comeback. And it's a classic formula, but I think it works very well for us because you are, you know, you sell the beating well, you show the fire fight from underneath. And it looks at, uh, it, it sort of looks at us in a different light when you're, you're showing that fire and fighting back. And then when I come in, uh, normally all goofy and things, and I come in fired up, just bumping people out of the way, knocking people around, I think it, it does show that different side to us. It shows what we're capable of. And I think, to me, I think that that's, that's what we got going for us. I couldn't agree more with that sentiment. Uh, I do my best to show fire. Uh, this past Saturday, I was able to show it once. But I was—I took a beating. Uh, oh, you got your least. ass whipped. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we're in I felt—I myself—I don't know if you heard me, but I—I I was going off on the rep. I'm like, dude, get him off, get them off, him. because you were down. They're on your chest, and they're. They're making contact, no doubt. I'm like, ref, and then they make a tag. Here comes the other one. Same thing. Alexander Knight tags oh, Snyder. Snyder comes in. I'm like, get them. I almost said, it will get that motherfucker off him. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was going to have to hop down off the apron and be like, hey, hey. Digger, you get in there and get us disqualified or something. There is a. I'm not kidding you. I have came that close to jumping in that ring. There's been one time where Mikey had to hold me back. More than once, I've had to. Hey, knock it off! Come on now. That's Look, how hype I get with like when I'm with these guys. If we're in a, ever in a match where it's no DQ or something, I'm all for. Max doing a Paul Heyman dive on the referee to <laughs> stop the count or something. I'm all for it. I would. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, pay do a quick, I'll do a Chris Benoit hit flying headbutt. I would pay for it. I would pay to see it. You don't lose the titles by disqualification. 
<laughs> That's how old people we just have Max run interference every time. I, I know for a fact this is wrong for me to say this because of the what happened with Benoit. But I won't hear the ref tap out. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Awful, hey, let's hope the one reference your son then. Oh, hey. That no, nah, that'd My be more fitting for Benoit then. Oh, you can hear these guys. We'll be in there. They're doing a training and the refs in there. My boy. And you hear me yell, kill the ref. Kill the Every ref. Time. Every time when he screws up, and 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 one of the wrestlers, uh, Tony Evans, Superior Tony Evans, just looked at me like, "That's your kid." I don't give a shit. He's screwing up. Max is harder on that kid than anybody. Uh, I would argue that I'm technically senior official, even though I don't referee anymore. You don't no referee more. anymore. You're not senior official. Not no more. But I mean, I I teach them all. Yeah, you know, two of them suck. One of them's decent. Uh, the one that's decent is Max's kid. But the reason that is, I'm not showing any bias. The reason it is is because anytime he screws up, he's about to get a cane shoved up his ass by Max. My boy, he'll go out there and he do his he'll do his job. And I'm watching on the monitor back in the backstage. As soon as that match is over, he gets out of the ring, comes straight back through the curtains, beeline right to me and goes, what can I approve on? And that's good. Every uh, single time. I think he should try to ask. I think he should try to ask everyone. Uh, I, I, I told him that. And what's so funny is that he was in there training, you know, doing this referee training and all. And he was just there like, I'm like, what's wrong, son? I just don't feel like I'm doing that, my best, dad. I'm like, son, they will let you know if you're fucking up. I said, trust me, I will let you know if you're fucking up. I said, there's only a couple of times that I all I've ever told you is get louder. Get louder and make those counts heard. From the arena all the way into the bathroom stalls where the guys in there sitting, you make that word of yours be heard. Uh, I just don't know, Dad. I'm really scared. I don't think I'm doing anything. I, you know, I'm out to just hang it up. I'm like, son, give it a chance. Then Jones turns around. No, was it Jones or uh, Chris? Uh, Paul, I think, called us, called me and Mikey because we went outside to talk. And it was at Livermore. And uh, Paul's like, Mitch, you and Mikey are wanted by Waddell, CCW. And Mikey's like, oh, fuck, what the hell did I do wrong now? We go in. Chris is like, okay, you two are here. Said, yes, sir. What's going on? I said, go ahead, let him have it. Tell him. Tell him what he's fucking up. He goes, 
I was going to ask you, do you think he's ready? And I, I laughed. I like, all I see is that he needs to get louder. I said, but I believe he's ready. And uh, Chris goes, okay, bring Jones back here. So Jones went in the back. He got Jones. Jones came up and Chris asked him, do you think Mikey's ready to rev? He goes, yeah, I believe he is. The only thing I see that he needs to work on is getting louder. And I looked at Mike, I said, what I tell you? And Chris was like, all right. Looked at Mike, he goes, you're debuting next Saturday at Central City. And Mikey's like, like he shit himself. What? Yeah, I mean, here he was dogging himself and I don't think, I'm ready to hang it up, Dad. I don't think I got what it takes to do it. And then, boom, you debut next week. And he was like, oh, my God. But, I mean, so, uh, what was so, so awesome about this is that he refereed the match with my men in there as me as manager when they won the WWA belts. In Evansville, yeah. Indiana. So all four of us were, it, it was a moment that so, I will uh, never forget. That I'll never forget. And I will thank you, men, to the day I die. Uh, I'm going to shoot a little bit. Go ahead bit. bring jumper cables. Bring jumper cables. Zap me back to life, and I'm going to thank you again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shoot a little bit. Uh, I really do think uh, Little Max is our best referee. I, I run into this problem, though, uh, of the technical senior senior official currently sort of bigwigging the other two new guys, and it just gets – it bugs me. It really does. I'm just – I'll tell you this right now. now. Put him in his place in Evansville. Oh, I Chris, Chris turned around and told him, he goes, you guys need to learn from him. At the – the monitor and Mikey was in there as a ref. Like I said, he is the only ref, only ref in WWA history that got a pop like no other when he threw out the, the people's temple to get them get them put back in the dressing room while they when they went to trip, they went to trip a guy. And the referee, they're, you know, ref's looking, it's like, what's going on? And the wrestler, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Swift. But there are, I can't remember exactly who it was, but he did it where he hit the rope and then he failed. The people simple were standing right there. So my son seen that he was down and right by the books, well, the people's temple was right there. And the, everybody popped in the back. All the workers did. Mikey seen them and they looked, he seen them standing there and he goes, you, 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 and you, you're out of here. And oh my God, Nick Depp. Went eight shit. I'm not kidding you. He went, oh, 
screamed and everything. Lizzie Six, yes. he did that so perfectly. And I was proud of my boy. He was doing an awesome job. And even Chris Waddell, he says he's, he's doing good. He goes, what are you telling him? I said, son, all told, I said, Chris, all I told my boy is to watch Tom, Tommy Young, Rudy Charles, and uh, Charles Robinson, and Pee Wee Anderson. Watch them, watch them, watch the way they, they rep. And he does. He'll uh, sit out here. We'll come home and he'll be sitting out here and watching YouTube, watching them. He's watching the refs. And so, he's and at the shows, our shows, he'll sit there and watch the monitor and watch the ref. He don't watch the wrestlers. He watches the ref. And last Saturday, he took his first bump. He got kicked in the head. And he went down. I'm like, damn, he did that good. <laughs> I asked Mikey, are you showing us your ass, kid? <laughs> but uh, Mikey comes back. I'm like, how was that bump, son? He goes, dad. I'm like, yeah. He goes, I've got the fuck knocked out. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> they hit him right on the side of the head, and he went down. He said he was out. He said he came to when they grabbed his ankle, you know, to wake him up to see if he was all right. That's the only thing that woke him up, he said, he, when they grabbed his leg. And he finally came up, and he crawled up to, to where they were at, and one, two, three, ring the bell. And he just laid there. He did an incredible job. And, and like I told him, I said, I would not be surprised if you end up becoming senior referee. He goes, Dad, I just, I'm like, but look at you, look at the way. I said, everybody in the back, MK Swift says, I want my referee, my matches. Everybody, everybody wants him. And it to me, it was it was an honor for me, for my boy to be the referee when my men won the tag tag belts. It was a moment in the memory that I will never ever forget. He takes the advice so well too, because I I went up to him uh, the first chance I got after that match. I said, Mikey, you did pretty good the only thing that i would say to you is uh when i was in the ring and you didn't see the tag you just kind of looked at me and said hey you gotta get out i was like get in my face it doesn't matter that i'm bigger than you you're the rest i gotta listen but to now you. if you've seen him now he sees the tag he's tag i mean he lets everybody know about it so i mean he he's he's his worst critic Oh, and me know, being his father, that. me being his father, I'm a hundred times worse critic on him. And he's one, 
It's like he's wanting to find out, okay, where'd I fuck up? And uh. I mean, he, I asked him, like I said, did you, because right when they hit him is when someone stood in front of me in the back, in the monitor, and I couldn't see the finish. I couldn't see where he took the bump. That's why I asked him, I said, I didn't get to see it, son. I said, somebody stood in front of me in front of the monitor where I couldn't see where you took that how you you okay you took the bubble okay he said dad I got the fuck knocked out <laughs> he goes I got he goes they knocked me the fuck out I'm like what and he turned around and told me I'm like oh shit are you all right he goes yeah I goes, but did I sell good I said apparently you did because they knocked your ass out <laughs> you had no choice in selling <laughs> But even the kid like on the way home, kid tells him, you know, and he lets him know. He, he lets him know, just like I do. I mean, I think out of the roster, I think he's the youngest. No, he can't be the youngest. Well, not with the new trainees. Yeah, but not with the new trainees. Odds are and most of the new trainees. Look, I hate to shoot, but a lot of people ain't cut for the wrestling business. A lot of people, you know, they can get in there and they might do it for three to six months. The next thing you know, they're not doing it no more. It, it doesn't take long. It takes, uh, I mean, some people come and go. I've, I've watched people who did it for three to six months, you know, get tired of it. And then they came back and redid it. And now they're on the roster. But a lot of people... You know, normally ain't cut for it. So there's possibility that little Max will still be the youngest for a good minute or two. Uh, for me, uh, wrestling is very hard to do for, I mean, anybody. Even for me. And I think, you know, I think I've, I've gotten a, a lot better. I don't think I'm nowhere near great, but it's still hard to do. It's takes a toll on your body i'm sore the next day i'm sore i'm sore for weeks at times it depends on whatever i did to my body and i'm like oh god this sucks this hurts but uh oh, paying your dues son paying your dues most of the time it comes down to whether you're passionate enough to stick it out or not for and some people just aren't or some people are i mean this way nowadays they got the training centers left and right. Anywhere you turn, you got training centers. When Terry Bolea, AKA the immortal Hulk Hogan, got in there, his trainer was Huro Mansuda. See, now I know you're old as a damn dinosaur because I don't even know who the hell that was. <laughs> Don't be laughing. <laughs> Earl Mansuda took down Hogan, sat between his legs, grabbed his leg, put his elbow on his side of his leg, and reeked it up and broke his leg. What the fuck? Who the fuck is this dude? Why is he breaking legs? This is the way they found out if they were really wanting to be in the business or not. Oh, so I'm just let me break your leg, and if if you still want to wrestle this after is, I break this your was old leg, school. this is back then. It wasn't. Oh, I 
going to do this. I can go train, you know, and all this. No, you had to know somebody. And if they thought you had the potential, you would go to the promoter and tell them, you know, hey, I got this one guy. I think he might be able to deal with it. And they would bring him in. And I mean, basically what they did is you, what you did is pay back when I got into it, I paid them money to the living shit out of me. And uh, they wanted to see if I would come back. So uh, I'm just throwing this out here. Mikey, do you know why Mex isn't going to be there on the 17th? Yeah, I know. He told He's us. a shithead, ain't he? <laughs> well, I mean, he is, but I understand it. He didn't you know, even invite us to come along. What are we going to do? So, no, we're not going to defend our titles at the last show of the year. Exactly. Wow. All I got to say is you bet you boys just because I'm not there, do not lose those straps. We're going to lose them on purpose now just to piss you off. Yeah. we're gonna, And we're going to blame you not being there. It's your fault. Yeah, that's what we're gonna Kid, do. I know where you live. You're just down the road from my house, brother. <laughs> I will come in there and kick that door in and I will bust your ass. Do it. Let's do it anyway. Mikey, I know where you, he knows where you live. I'll, I'll find your place. <laughs> I will find your place. Uh, well, my question is, are you guys ever concerned about a mixed double cross? Because his son is a referee. You know, like, you know. currently, no. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to break kayfabe a little here. Oh, my God. No. Uh, to me, that would be interesting because I, uh, I just don't know who he could manage. Uh, oh, who I mean, else would put up with him? <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good point, it, though. It'd be fun to see, though, uh, in my opinion. It, it'd be very interesting or kind of almost cool to see to see him take somebody else under his wing and maybe – even get them to where we are now. That uh, either way, and uh, even in I a non go with the gold. I'll go where the gold's at. Uh, with you the non kayfabe idea. No, I don't. Uh, well, in the kayfabe sense, no, I don't. I don't see Max turning on us anytime soon. Uh, at least that. Not that I hope. Who knows? You know. Never. Who knows? No, if he uh, does, it'd be like when Jimmy Hart turned on Hulk Hogan. It would break everybody's heart. Uh, I could never people, go heel. Never. In, in that sense, a lot of people also, uh, a lot of people come up to me and is like, I can't wait for you to turn on Mikey. I'm like, why? Why can you not wait for me to turn on Mikey? I'm not going to turn on Mikey. I love Mikey. And they're like, well, you know, everybody loves you guys. So whoever turns, you're going to break everyone's heart. You're, whoever does it is going to be automatically one of the most hated heels possible. That, that part always, like, gets me. It's just like, oh, they're a tag team. Eventually, they're going to have to – one of them's going to turn on the other. And I'm like, you don't have to. No, we don't have to. Uh, in my mind, a turn is never necessary. It – Hell, uh, there was talks about a brand split last year. Who knows? We might, if brand split ever comes back into effect, 
we might get split in that. I hope not. Oh, but I don't think because that means I got to go to both you guys. Yeah, it means you got to be there. Got to be there for both of my men. I would. uh, There's no way I can be healed. No way. Because when I first came back, when did I start here, babe? Oh three. I think it was like oh 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 four when I. I was three years old. Came in and I worked for uh, Mr. Kenny Cotton in uh, White Plains, Kentucky. And we did a show in uh, Nascar Armory in, uh, no, it was Boys Club, Boys and Girls Club in Providence, Kentucky. Very first show I ever did for KWA. And the promoter's like, okay, mix, you're going heel. I'm like, uh... What's wrong? Uh, you work too? I'm like, no. Because you know what you do as a face, don't you? I said, yes, sir. He goes, all right. You're the total opposite. Oh, I see. I, oh, okay. So I go out there. You know, I'm getting my gear on. I'm ready. I work in Z-Man. Z-Man goes out. He's high-fiving the kids and everything and all. And uh, the promoter's like, I'll be your, your manager tonight. I'll help you out. I'm like, okay. He goes, when he goes around that corner, high five of those people. I'm like, yes, sir. He goes, here's a chair. I want you to go and hit him right in the back with it. Okay. You know, you're the promoter. I'm going to do what you want. Ready? Go. So I ran out there. I brought that chair over my head. Pow! I hit him with it. He goes down. The kids start, yeah! Hit him again! I'm like, I'm the I'm the heel. Do it again! Bust his head open. I'm like, these people are ruthless. So, you know, I go over Promoter's like, do the biggest spot. Does it take his mask? Yeah. So I take the guy's mask and I hang and I hold it over. Look at this motherfucker. Just pulls a mask out of his ass. (laughs) And I'm holding it over my head. And the crowd is going, yeah. I'm like, I'm the heel. You're not supposed to cheer for the bad guy. But, you know, I go in the back and I, I give Z-Man his mask back and the promoter's like, Max, I'm like, yes, sir. I said, I'm sorry, sir. He goes, you can never do heel. I'm like, I, I, that's the first time I ever done it. So uh, I, I did everything like he told me, you know, kidding want to high five me i'm acting like i'm gonna hit him and all they're like yeah bust my head open Uh, i know as much as i hate to say it i feel like a transition to heel wouldn't be that hard for me because i almost said something heel today on uh mk swift's post when a former tag team champion uh he posts when we were on top of the mountain and i wanted to go the key word was were (laughs) 
that is the first thing I wanted to say. Just because, you know, it's a, he's a friend and I wanted to cut up. But I thought about it and I was like, fans are going to see that and think I'm a dick. So I'm not going <laughs> to. Well, you I'm, are a dick. Yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, you're not as big a dick as Zach Wilder. That guy's got a big cock. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why, why do you say it like that? That bothers me so much. Anytime you say cock, it's cock. cock. It's cock. Cock. They even showed me a picture and he's standing there. He's standing there and his tag team partner's facing him the same way. And he's standing there and he's got this bulge. Like a forearm sticking out out, you know, through his top, and it's like almost like a sticking out like a damn two by four. Sticking out, I'm like, good God, man, you need to you put that away when you're right. I try. Time out. Listen how messed up fucking mess is. So we have this uh, female uh, CEO almost, uh, director of operations. There we go. She's in the back. She's wearing sandals. And Max looks at her toes and goes, you got some big-ass toes. <laughs> her toe those. looks like a fucking thumb. Her big toe looks like a big-ass thumb. That is fucked so up. So she's sitting there and she cut, pulls them back. And I'm, I said, Hannah, Hannah. She looked at me. I'll go. She goes, stop it. So apparently I started giving her a complex because she started wearing tennis shoes from that point on. He was telling her she could roll the blunt with those. She could hang from a tree yeah. with them. All sorts of shit. I was like, this is messed up. Oh, my God. Am I the only normal one in this team? Jesus Christ. Uh, I imagine you'll, so. You'll, 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 you'll come to the dark side, Mike. When you're gone, I'm a dick. All of the, all of like the, 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 the sexual like jokes and stuff in our promos, they're like always my ideas. So <laughs> They are. But you, you're never an asshole to people to be an asshole unless it's me. Well, yeah, because you deserve it. When you were gone, I was just a dick to everybody. I'm sitting yeah, there sweeping out the I ring. Keep people in check. I keep you in check. Like it's like, oh, he's he's around. Oh, he could be a dick. Mike could be a dick because somebody <laughs> told me, you know, because you asked, where's Max? And kids like he's not gonna be here tonight. He's what was it? My granddaughter's birthday or something like that? Uh, yeah. I thought it was Nina's birthday. I don't remember. Yeah, Nina's birthday. Oh, it was my wife's birthday. <laughs> Mike says, "Fuck Nina." That's his wife. Hey, I, didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> never said that. Fuck that shit. That's his wife. He's got plenty. <laughs> you know, he got more. She got plenty more birthdays that he could deal with. Fuck that shit. Oh, wow. And I was like, what? <laughs> now you're going to give me heat with your wife. Thanks. <laughs> oh, she's laughing about it. <laughs> no, uh, Nina's great. I love Nina. That same girl okay, that Max was picking on, I was sweeping a day that Mikey was gone. I was sweeping the ring out. And I'm sweeping the dirt towards her just because she's on the outside of the ring. She goes, really? You're going to sweep towards me? I said, I sweep dirt towards dirt. And then just kept on going. Anderson Grimm, Bobby, he he looks at us and he he just busts out laughing. He's like, what the hell are 
is with you today? Is he like, is it because Mikey's gone? He's like, you're just sitting there being mean to everyone? I was like, no. I mean, I guess. I don't know. People just say shit and I'm just popping off. All I can tell you guys is that I don't know how many times you're going to hear this, but I love you both very much. This is the 30th time this podcast. <laughs> That you guys, I love you too, Max. With my heart, you brought both of you brought the fire back into me. That's the reason why Mikey has to pull me, keep me out of the ring all the time. Oh my god, I got a poster idea, Mikey. Just because he said that, we need to be Pokemon trainers, and he needs to be Charmander with it. It looks like his fire is going out. Oh my god. And that's it right there. He's our Pokemon. And it's Max. We choose you. It's going to be great. That's going to be it. Who's that? As long as I'm not Pikachu. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. The deal is with Pikachu. Gentlemen, our hour time limit's almost up. Where can everyone find you on social media? Depending on what profile you're wanting to see, you can find me as Devin Pointer on Facebook or as Star Kid on Facebook. You can find me as Star Kid on Instagram, I'm pretty sure, and as well as Devin Pointer on Instagram or Star Kid Booking on Twitter. You can uh, stunt Mikey WWA on Twitter, uh, Stuntman Mikey on uh, Instagram and Facebook. You can find me both there. You can find me at Mike Santoyo on Facebook and Mike Santoyo Sr., a.k.a. Mad Max, on Facebook as well. And, of course, you can catch Mad Max once in a while on killing the business worldwide. Once in a while. Just once. I'm trying to come back, bro. I'm trying. You know always around. Gentlemen, thank you very much for coming on. Good, congratulations on winning the tag titles. You guys kept your promise. You said we want to raise them high, boys. Raise those titles high. Yeah. Jesus. That's it. Forever. Keeping them forever, baby. There you go. Congratulations, guys. Thank you for coming on tonight, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. You guys take care. You guys take care. Out, guys. Thank you. Take care.